Welcome to Central Coast Chat, the podcast all about what's happening in the Monterey County area. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with the Salinas Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. On this episode, I spoke with two local educators who are preparing for their elementary school to open back up for in-person learning soon. All right, welcome to the podcast. Can you both introduce yourself for our audience? Sure. I'm I'm Gina Uccelli. I'm superintendent of the Washington Union School District. I'm Carissa Edessa, and I'm principal at Toro Park School and also director of special education for the Washington Union School District. So what I wanted to have you both on this episode to discuss is reopening the schools. Do you know when you'll be reopening? Yeah, we will be bringing back uh, transitional kindergarten through sixth grade beginning March 18th. And how did this decision to reopen come about and how are you preparing? <laughs> that's, a, that's a very broad question. Um, the decision to, to reopen has been an ongoing discussion. Um, we formed a steering committee last May and we've been meeting, you know, over the course of the last year to watch the metrics in our county, to watch the numbers we've been Uh, watching the California Department of Public Health guidance, following the science, following all the recommendations. Um, So it's been, you know, it's, it's been a long, uh, a long struggle to get where we are, but um, through the efforts of working with our teachers um, and, and following what's been going on in the state, um, getting vaccines was a really critical piece of this whole equation. And as we speak, we're running a vaccine clinic right outside the door. So we'll be vaccinating um, any of our staff members who need a vaccine and wish to get one. Uh, we'll be getting their first vaccine today, which will help. Some of our members have already had vaccines. Um, so given the, the state of the state, watching the science, working with our steering committee, working with our board of trustees and getting our vaccine clinic going, um, it all sort of came to, to this nexus of, of being able to reopen. Carissa, did you have anything on that that I left out? <laughs> no, I think you covered all of it. I can cover the preparation part if you've got, you got it. it. Yep. Okay, so to prepare our first step was to figure out who wants to come back, who wants to stay in distance learning. Um, we've been sending out various surveys to our school community within um, probably the past, since August, really, trying to figure out who would who would want to remain in distance and who is interested in coming in hybrid. Um, so it's funny because the results have kind of stayed the same um, as each time we've, we've done the survey. So we've surveyed parents, we got our classes organized, and then looking at the school building itself, um, making sure that our hand washing stations are ergonomic and that the kids can reach them and they can reach the soap and the towels and step stools and all the the bits and pieces to make sure that the kids can can use the hand sanitizer and the hand washing stations and purchasing lots and lots of ppe face masks face shields um, the wipes for the tables hand sanitizer soap just everything getting a nice good stockpile together for the three schools 
Um, and then organizing the classrooms by taking away any extraneous materials and shelving so that there's plenty of room for the students and the teachers to remain um, physically distanced. And we've also installed some specialized air filters. Um, hearing from facilities how strong these air filters are, I did ask if our kindergartners, are they gonna be sucked up to the ceiling <laughs> these super powerful air filters? Um, so getting all that organized and then really working with the teachers and the staff, making sure that all of their, their needs are met and are we social, emotional, <laughs> keeping sure everyone has a, a good attitude and that we're, we're fulfilling um, any areas, any areas where they're anxious, making sure that, that we calm those nerves and that the constant reminder that we're in this together and we've got lots of safety protocols in place and I think we're, we're ready. And on that note, what has been the reaction from overall from teachers and from parents about reopening? Overall, it's been really supportive. People are excited to be able to be coming back. You know, of course, over the course of the last 11 months, we've sent out several surveys to make sure that the families that are ready to come back uh, have the ability to come back, but that the families that, that just aren't quite ready or, or maybe have children with underlying health conditions that prevent them from coming back, have the opportunity to continue their learning at home. So everybody that's coming back is, is on board and excited to come back and we've got great support from the community and those families that aren't ready still have the opportunity to remain in distance learning. So we're good on both fronts. And I think the teachers also are just, you know, they wanna work with the kids. They wanna see the kids, they miss the kids. And it's really refreshing to have teachers be part of the solution and help problem solve and just, they've been great to work with, absolutely great. There's just a lot of energy and anticipation. Teachers are, you know, finally have the opportunity to make preparations for receiving their students again. And so you can feel that level of excitement very much like you feel at the end of summer when we prepare for the new school year. And so um, there's a lot of energy and, and a lot of anticipation right now. So it's it's really positive and really um, it's, it's an exciting time. You can feel it. I wanted to backtrack a little bit and was wondering if you all could touch on maybe how the curriculum has changed at all with this past year being mostly remote learning? So I, I don't think that the curriculum itself has changed. We're still using our state adopted curriculum. Um, we actually implemented a new science curriculum this year. So it's been exciting that we have been able to maintain um, our educational standards. What has changed is how we're monitoring student progress and the way kids are turning in their work. Um, we've gone to primarily all digital platforms. Um, there are times where grade levels will exchange materials so that kids still have access to the paper pencil kind of things. Um, but we are a big user of the program Seesaw and Google Classroom and the tech skills that these little guys um, at Toro have picked up is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. I mean, the, to see the work they turn in and to see the learning still happening, um, especially as they turn in the videos from the Seesaw um, app, it's been, it's really been great. 
And being one of the first, you know, schools and areas to reopen, what do you hope is something that you can pass on to schools that might be reopening in a few months? Gosh, I think, you know, if, if anything, I hope we can be sort of an example for how to safely reopen and, and how to make it work so that we can get these kids back in the classroom um, and and reestablish some a little bit of normalcy to their lives. We know that hybrid learning is going to be a little bit different. It's going to look a little bit different and it's going to take a little bit of getting used to. It's not exactly. We know that full in-person is where we want to be. Um, but this is the next step and, and hopefully we can provide that model for for other schools to maybe reduce a little bit of anxiety and and see that there's a way to get it done and i I think really to focus on what we can do and not what we can't because we can all get stuck in the woe is me we can't do this but there's a lot of things that we can do and working um with your teaching staff to think outside of the box and just gather that input from from the staff and really really listen and just think outside of the box really and i think you know angelica the one thing that i probably would want it to say also is every district is different and every district has to to follow their own path so you know while we're we've been able to make this work through a great collaboration with our staff both our our certificated staff and our classified staff um, and so we've been able to figure out a way, but every district has, you know, has their own nuances, has their own structure. And, and so, you know, what works for us is not necessarily going to work for everybody. And we're just trying to do it the best way we can for our teachers and our kids and, and hopefully provide something that keeps everybody safe and healthy, but still gets them back into the classroom. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. New episodes of our podcast go live on our website every Friday at 4 p.m. And you can also listen to us on iTunes. Just search Central Coast Chat. For more of our coverage, check out our website, www.thecalifornian.com. And follow us on Twitter at Sal News.